notice something happen around Bendigo that's got you a little bit confused? We thought we'd hire an experienced PI to get you the answers you needed. Unfortunately, that's not in the budget, so these guys will have to do. Well, who are you? This is Coggo and Mandy on the case. Well, we've had lots of discussions lately, Cogs, and we mm. just thought, let's keep the wheel moving. Oh, yeah. And this time, we've got a very special guest speaker. She's actually the CEO of Impact Recovery, Tony West. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. It's a big name, Tony. Impact. <laughs> mm, it has impact. It has got huge impact. Mm. Impact Recovery, Tony. What Impact Recovery is doing to support the community? Hmm. So uh, we're a charity and a not-for-profit, but Impact Recovery is the only long-term supervised community-partnered addiction recovery service uh, with accommodation located in Bendigo. So, Tony, as far as Impact is concerned, let's cut to the chase here. How bad is all the things in Bendigo that we don't know about that you do? How bad is it? Um, It's very bad. You would have to be blind walking around our streets not mm. to see that we've got some um, some, some critical problems. And um, my philosophy is let, let's be preventative, let's do something of, uh, around that as a solution and be part of the solution rather than remain part of the problem by doing nothing at all. I think that's a a concern that a lot of people who walk walk around the streets of Bendigo, and it happened to me just the other night, is we're not sure these days um, what's going on, what people have uh, happened in their life. Uh, Are they on a substance? Um, You know, they're Mm. obviously sleeping rough or whatever it might be. Um, Sadly, I think, Tony and and Mandy, we're getting used to seeing it. That's the the issue. Yes, but I think that's where uh, apathy can set in, and I'm not suggesting in any way, shape or form that just because you're homeless you're in addiction Mm. because homelessness can lead to addiction and addiction can lead to homelessness. Well, that's the thing with it, I suppose, is we don't understand that part, but what we... What we do understand is that, you know, is someone doing something about it? And that's someone as you, by the way. And mm. I think there's a lot of other people that go, well, it's not my problem. Is that what you, what you think, what we think, or is that how you think? Well, we're a service that's been uh, running for, um, as Impact Recovery, for well over five years or more. And um, what we have noticed, too, is a greater uptake in our call line for help and assistance. So we're averaging on 10 phone calls a week. Our waiting list for our service is 47 males and 23 females, all in the local uh, central Victorian LGA. That's just the truth of the fact, is more and more people are reaching out for support because... The fact is where hope's really deferred and there's um, non-existent supports for them or limited supports, they need a long-term approach. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head there. We have amazing, and I feel very blessed to be part of Central Victoria's, and we mm. have got services out there, but they're that short time frame, aren't they? Or yes. there's, unfortunately, due to funding as well, there's a massive um, wait period for that next transition. So so with your pathway, you're saying um, you've um, Impact Recovery has been around for five years. What is the pathway 
to get to your service for help? Like, are there certain credentials, so to speak, age limits, um, you know, diagnosis? As we know, homelessness and recovery, it doesn't discriminate anybody. It can happen to anyone at any time through different circumstances. What are the guidelines for your program, Tony? Uh, our focus is on um, men and women, 18 plus. 18 plus. But we're, mm-hmm. but we're not just, so we really seek to support those who are at risk homeless. We treat alcohol and other drug misuse. We work around problem gambling issues, mental health issues. One doesn't go without the other. That's correct. And other, other life controlling addictions. Um, many of the people that call us are also in a crisis situation with uh, family violence. So yep. it does uh, capture a, a, a lot of, um, I guess, difficult spaces for people where they're at and, and Tony, in their life. Yeah, sorry, Tony. Um, just to bring back at the start, did you mention you're a supported residential service? Yes, so we have um, accommodation. We have a number of homes so where they actually go home after coming to the Learning Centre, which is up at Temperance Hall. Um, That uh, facility up at uh, Temperance Hall um, has been... We're in an agreement with Team Challenge. And so what we do, we have a a community uh, learning hub, if you like, where we Monday to Friday um, have education and also the opportunity for people to skills build and turn their lives around. Um, It's a voluntary program. So people choose impact recovery because they're at that point in their life where they really want to make a change. That, that's great. That's really good. That was my next question. Is it involuntary or voluntary? So you answered that. So from there, is there a time frame with their supported housing? Now, when I say supported, does that mm. mean they've got to stay engaged with impact recovery to get the residency or how does that work? Well, um, our approach is 12 months plus or as long as it takes. Now, what we seek to to do with our service is not everybody is different and everyone is unique. So it can take some people up to three years to be actually feel well enough to be then um, back out in society as contributing members of society, giving back to their community, but in sustainable work and also in sustainable housing. All of that takes time. It does. So we will support them as long as it takes. That's great. And if they do move on, because we know, you know, um, as uh, stats and so forth does relate to, there's always going to be, which we hope it doesn't, but that relapse and so forth. So if they've then left your supported housing, are you still able to stay part of impact recovery for that ongoing support? That's great. Yeah, we have post-care and one of the actual houses we do have is a post-care or sober living house type model. So um, for those that are local, So some of our referrals come from intrastate, so they're all over the state. But what we do find is the regional um, areas um, really is where we get quite a lot of our referrals in, as well as locally here um, on the ground in Bendigo. Tony, impact recovery in Bendigo, Mm -hmm. how you've mentioned before charity, not-for-profit, how do you make money to keep going? Um, Our participants actually pay a percentage of their uh, Centrelink benefit uh, to us. 
And does that entail the accommodation, utilities, food, or how do they manage or are they uh, taught these skills? They're taught all of these skills. We're, we're big on teaching uh, life skills. But I will also, when it comes back to financial support, we have incredible generous donors and supporters um, that have um, invested in us. Agnico Eagle is one of those uh, supports um, recently with us that have really helped us out because they believe in what we're doing works. Mm. Um, I've seen the fruit of that, to be quite honest with you, because what we do with people that are actually willing to do this, we go back out into community, we speak to sporting clubs and associations, schools, um, and we talk about and we call it truth talks. Mm-hmm. So this is about prevention. Prevention, it's, yes. Because I think the more you focus on prevention, you're least likely over time to be staring at problems and crisis on the ground all the time. Correct, yeah. yeah. So true. Tony, thank you so much for all this amazing insight. As I said, I've oh, been involved in, in, you know, this line of um, work for a very long time, but I was not aware of impact recovery. They say no. you learn something new every day, <laughs> so thanks, Tony. But on a note about um, some support financially, you've got something very exciting coming up on Thursday the 10th of August. Yes, we've got... Uh, we decided when we look at our fundraising strategy, we look at whether or not it'll tick three boxes, if you like, and that would be corporate cause and community. Obviously, corporately fundraising, we need to raise money and we work very hard in raising um, money to invest back into our program, but for others. So, obviously, Barbie... Um, oh, the Barbie movie, okay. The Barbie movie, right. Yeah. So we chose Barbie because um, it has the potential to fill the Star Cinema of 181-seat capacity. And so part of that also, too, for us is when we come back to cause, that's about us as an organisation, what we do to seek to have that impact of change that flows right through our community, but come back to community because Star Cinema themselves are a not-for-profit. They're an amazing organisation and they themselves seek to raise $50,000 this year to support not-for-profits and charities because guess what? We're doing it tough. So, so, you know what? I just love the fact that we... It's not about Barbie. It's about caring for your community and if we all work together in a wraparound care response, even for our not-for-profits. Let's do it together. Great idea. Impact recovery is a great idea too, Tony. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, Tony. So Thursday, 10th of August at 7pm, $22 per person. Lucky door prizes. Get out to Star Cinema. Impactrecovery.org.au. I was trying to think, what's the best way to find out more? Yes, that would be uh, the very best way. Fantastic. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. 